Hello, you are listening to Butaku, a show where we explore all things beauty and nerd culture. I'm Ashley, makeup artist and kawaii connoisseur. And I'm Cheetah, cosplayer and crocheter of plushies. On today's episode, we will discuss the magic of makeup and cosplay. Joining us will be our good friends, Tranquil Ashes and Akochan Arts. Let's get into it. Welcome to episode three of View Taku. Yay! We made it. We made it. Uh, today we have two special guests with us, Tranquil Ashes. She's, she's, she's waving. You can't see it, but they're waving. Oh, yes, they have. <laughs> <laughs> and Aku Chan Arts. Hello. She's saying hello. Oh, welcome. There are also more waves and things in the background. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Welcome, 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 guys. So we are super, super excited to have you today. Um, for those of you who don't know, these are two absolutely amazing cosplayers. And if you aren't stalking them on the internet like we do already, then you definitely will be after this episode. Um, so let's just really get into it. I would love each of you, um, like, and... Um, Tranquil, if you want to go ahead and start, just tell us a little bit about you. What, what should the people oh know about who you are? Nothing. I'm going to stop. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Uh, I don't know. Sorry. I've been doing this for a little while now. I would say that, like, as a cosplayer, I've been, like, cosplaying, I guess, for real for about six years or something like that. Right. Um, nerd all the way around. Uh, anime, fantasy, sci-fi, tabletop, whatever you got, I'm probably into it. Um, yeah. Let's see. I love traveling the world and love it. I can't wait for this <laughs> pandemic to be over. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I know. Ooh, I feel I know you. That's I feel right. you. I feel you. <laughs> All right, Aku-chan, what about you? Tell the people about you. Um, She's going to attempt to be humble, y'all. No, brag, girl, brag. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a small towner from the South. Ended up here in Maryland and found cosplay. And I love it. I haven't been doing it quite as long. Um, I just found it as a good creative outlet for just, I want to make stuff. I want stuff. I just want to make stuff. <laughs> oh, I just gosh. gotta keep doing it. It's just so much energy. Cheetah, tell us the story of how you found Sharon. Oh God, um, it's so horrible. So I, <laughs> so I first met Akuchan uh, Art uh, at Magfest 2016, and it was so funny because at that time, that was the first time I ever cosplayed. I cosplayed as Raven from Teen Titans. And Akuchan was the only beast boy I found in the whole con. I ran up to her so fast. I gave her a hug. I was like, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so excited to like I didn't I didn't know her at the time. I just like ran up to her as a stranger. And I just remember she again was very humble and you know kind I was of hesitant. Super happy. <laughs> I, I love it. So- 
it was you were well you were so like you were self-conscious about how you looked at beast boy but i kept reassuring her that she looked amazing again only beast boy in the whole con can you believe that um (laughs) and she's i was like somebody recognized me yay because uh an amazing asked me she's a great creator crafter (laughs) she does all kinds of things costume designer wig stylist Thanks. Like she did your intro for you because you're so humble. <laughs> <laughs> tranquil inter- tranquil exited the whole clip. <laughs> this is why I'm gonna tell you guys these two cosplayers, these two artists, these two absolutely phenomenal. That's why I love them. They have really they've done so much for the community as a whole um, and every aspect of what they've done, but they still mean some of the most humble people. I know from my personal experience when I met Trinkle the first time, I like, I had stalked her on the internet um, and then I like ran up to her in a con and she had no problem just like turning around, like talk, like she's surrounded by people, surrounded by mm-hmm. photographers, but she still made the moment just to kind of kind of like chat and speak to me and it was and it's so crazy like we're friends now I'm like oh like it's actually a really cool experience but um you know we definitely have something like a super super special episode in store for you guys like to have these two just amazing humans you get to learn more about them and more about the bam makeup and cosplay which they know all about so like you know we're getting to the meat of this so you know like people know about you you know we love you but I really want you to tell everyone what inspires you like both of you guys into this crazy world sure I'll go um self-expression you know it's a a way to let release the stress of life and just just kind of pour it into something that you put your whole feeling into I wanted to be this character for however long I'm gonna be this character it just feels like that. yeah just speaking of character what was your first character yeah what was your first character my first first character was Sakura from Naruto <laughs> did it because an ex <laughs> wanted me to cosplay with him and I was like sure I'll be Sakura <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't very enthusiastic about it but from there, Aww. then, Aww. then I wanted to do more. Yep, I love it. I love it. What about you, Tranquil? Who was like, what was your first cosplay? Well, my first, it, it definitely wasn't like me trying to be a cosplayer, it was definitely me just going to a con for like the first time, and I just wanted to like look like everyone else or fancy or whatnot. <laughs> um, but it was Erd. From Oh My Goddess. Was it <gasps> oh my god, I love that anime. <laughs> One of my all-time favorites. It. It's so it's it's your classic like '90s harem anime. It was it's, like really one of my first like m- like low key high like really memorable like first animes and like like I said it's it is truly like that classic. Oh my god, the little yeah. sisters was Erd Beldandi and oh, what was other the sister. One? It's like she had a weird name. She did have a weird with the S name. skull scroll. Uh, I mean, skull, skull, not, skull, not a cute skull. name. <laughs> it wasn't oh cute. 
<laughs> I was like, so one sister gets Belle Dandy, the other sisters get like Erd and Scold or something. Scold. Well, I mean, like <laughs> so Erd was just such a. I mean, mm-hmm. Erd was an amazing character, and she also was a brown character. And I was yes, like, I was just about to say, if you guys that. like, definitely go back and like look up the anime. I will definitely say like Erd was one of my most early, like memory for like you know, a brown skin, like, anime mm-hmm. girl, like, uh, it was definitely her, and then um, Isha Clan Clan from Outlaw Star, where some of, like, my, like, I was like, oh, yeah, brown girls popping in anime, so, yeah, and oh, god, you take, you take me back, girl, you take me Do you back. guys remember Tenchi Muyo? Like, I love Tenchi Muyo, it's one of my favorite yeah, anime. Why did you steal that out of my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> well, because, like, just speaking of brown anime characters, like, I remember, I forgot her name, but I remember her being, like, one of the first. And she was so like, funky, pool. like she wasn't like your typical anime girl, like girly girl. She was so like feisty. Mm-hmm. So that just popped up in my head. Yeah. Oh, oh God, man. man. Tenchi's one of my favorite animes of all time. I love Because I know a certain uh some certain people that we know in this chat are gonna be cosplaying my favorite character from Tenchi very soon. It may or may not be Twinkle who's over Twinkle? here waving in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my gosh. I cannot wait. Definitely, I still want to like... do Sasami. <gasps> oh my god. Oh wait. If you do Sasami, I will totally dress up as a cabot for you. And I will <laughs> walk around and be a cute, adorable little cabot. I think Cheetah could be a good Cat rabbits are great. Cheetah would be a killer what? washu. Little washu. Washu, I don't know what that is. She's what? brilliant. You'll be my mom. So that would be a scene. She's a genius. She's like the smartest person. I call her Little Washu. She's like the smartest person in the universe. She is like, she just opens up dimensions and closets because she can. That sounds (laughs) like seriously. Everyone listening, go watch Tenchi Muyo. Watch Tenchi Muyo. Watch Tenchi in Tokyo. Watch Tenchi GXP. Like all the Tenchis. Watch all of it. It's so good. It's a harem anime. I don't care even if you don't like hair and anime, you're gonna love it because it's just it's so good and it's a classic and I love it. And would you say like um, you know like from the animes that you just listed? I don't know you listed Erd, but would you say Trinkle that like Erd was that first like inclination for you to like your inspiration to cosplay or like which character was it? Was your inspiration? It wasn't Erd, although like she was definitely someone I wanted to cosplay when I did do it. Um, I want to say that, like, what really sparked it for me, honestly, was when Yaya Han did um, the book version of Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. And I saw it, and I, and I knew what it was from. I was like, this is not even from the show. This is from the, the books. And I got so, I got so excited about it. And I was like, okay, I might, I might dabble into this a little bit and see what happens. <laughs> It's yeah, history, man. <laughs> it's history, both of you. You guys have both, like, you know, just set your markers for history for, you know, all the art that you've created since then. And we love it. Y'all keep going. I love it. Yeah. We're going to send more people to your page so they can also fangirl like we do. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and Cheetah and I were talking because it's, like, a big thing, especially, like, when you're, like, a baby cosplayer, you know, you guys are, like, pros now. I'm, like, the baby. I'm an infant. <laughs> but when you're just kind of getting started and, you know, you get to that con for the first time, you're in your outfit. What was that experience, like, that very first, especially as a Black cosplayer, what was that experience for you? It's exciting. 
but nervous. Why um, nervous? Like nervous because then everybody stops and they notice. Like I, my thing was to become a noticeable character. I just want to be something somebody would notice. But then the all the attention that you get kind of makes you nervous at the same time. <laughs> I have a story. Um, we love stories. Do tell. Yes. So um, we're, we're all about doing, stories. Yay! I was doing Asia <laughs> Clan Clan and. <laughs> At Otakon, and that was like my first time at Otakon's new place. And I was walking up the stairs, and I'm seeing two cosplayers, their Final Fantasy all decked up to the nines, just <laughs> standing in there, owning the stairs. And I'm just like, "Up, oh, let me wait for this picture because, like, oh shoot, where go?" Mm. And and he takes their picture, and I was like, "Wow, you guys, outfits." And the cameraman turns around and goes, Asia Clan Clan. And then Aww. I'm just stuck right there in the middle of the stairs, like, and he's like, No, can I get your picture? And then the Final Fantasy girls are just like, Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone who hasn't been to cons, this is cons. This is exactly yeah. what cons are. It's a lot of screaming and excitement. <laughs> And I was all like, no, like, I didn't want to take y'all's glow. And they were like, no, girl, we're going to own it. And I was like, this is like, like this. And I was high. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am weak. <laughs> but I felt oh so confident. God. And then so many more people came up. And I was like, oh. I love that. I was well, going to yeah. ask, like, how it made you feel, like, that confidence that you got. And, like, I, I love that. Oh, I love that. You know, that's I, like, nearly the... cried, and a girl hugged me. I was like, <laughs> like, what you're describing right now, Akuchan, is, like, that's what I love about cosplay. You can be this shy introvert in real life, but when you step into cosplay, you're a different character. You're not yourself. So I feel like it opens doors for introverts like us mm -hmm. to just be somebody else and still be comfortable in our own skin. I love that. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> no one could tell her nothing. She was like, this is the day where I'm about to wear every outfit, everywhere, every time. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> Trickle, what about you? Tell us about uh, that moment. First time? Um, well, I don't, like, hmm. I think it's because <laughs> my first time, I wasn't, like, going as a cosplayer. I was just, like, going as a attendee, really, and just, you know, mm -hmm. taking in the views. Like, you know, I definitely wasn't going. Um, I didn't have, like, a moment like that, per se. Um, but I, from what I've found out about myself, um, I'm a pretty, uh, extroverted individual. So like, it wasn't so much, I was never nervous about going to cons. It was very mm -hmm. exciting for me. And I was like, oh snap, there's more people who are into this nerd stuff like me. Uh -huh. Um, you and found your think, people, you find your tribe. Exactly. And also I think, you know, me and Akuchan are pretty lucky, um, at the very least being cosplayers in like the Maryland area because before Otakon moved to DC it was in Baltimore and we definitely weren't the only people that looked like us at our mm -hmm. con and so mm -hmm. I feel like because that was my first experience that there were other people that did look like me at mm -hmm. my cons I was like okay this is definitely where it's at 
So, exactly. you know, that definitely prompted me um, to go into cons like more and more. I've gone to Otakon for a long tenure. I'm not going to say no years. I'll be dating myself. <laughs> but for a long I time. <laughs> <laughs> I love long that. Time. And I would say, I would like, for a lot of people who don't know, you know, we are in the DMV area. And I will say, you know, it is, it's a very diverse area. So, you know, especially since we think of like being like, Black or being a POC and being in a cosplay, mm-hmm. I would say we're very fortunate to be in an area when we go to cons, you know, we have quite the mix of people and we also are in a great position where we have an amazing con such as Blurred Con. Um, we can really celebrate that blackness surrounding like nerdiness and the culture and, you know, but it yeah. still has that inclusivity across the board with everybody. Um, and I know for a fact too, especially even like from feedback from other cosplayers and things that I see online who are not as fortunate as we are to be in that super diverse area where sometimes they may go to a con and they're one of the only few black attendees, not even less some of the only few black cosplayers. Um, So I would say, I think it's, I'm just like, I love the fact that you guys have had the chance to have those experiences to be around other black creatives because I'm gonna tell y'all right now in the DMV, I have seen black cosplay, POC cosplay, I have seen everybody, Asians, Latinos, every Middle East, everyone across the board pull out some bomb.com cosplay and it's just so amazing. And even with YouTube, just like I'm telling y'all, go to their Instagrams right now. I'm like, scream, because that's what I do daily. Um, just just look at all that they have created. And you know, it's just such a journey to see you guys. And it's really cool to kind of like like I'll let you guys know from a personal note because when I get let's get emotional. Like the two of you very much inspire me. And Anita, I would say Anita inspired me because I am a squishy girl. Anita definitely inspired me because, like, there are times where there's certain costumes I wanted to wear, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. But here Anita comes, just looking all just, just, just luscious and just curvy and just yes, powerful and, and beautiful and ah! And, and Anita, she made me want to get into it, man. She always like slays like any makeup look that she does. She recently did um, a look it. with Mayron Cosmetics. Uh, for onward and she's an amazing face painter body painter if you guys don't know you should check her (laughs) out um so I I just love just seeing your craft Anita or Tranquil sorry just seeing your craft like it really inspires me to dive into different mediums as far as you know makeup artistry Mm -hmm. goes and I think that's a great thing y'all a little bit Y'all too much. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three is all about you, baby. It's all about the two of you guys. <laughs> can y'all hear me? Was that a duck? Yeah. Did Akatran make a duck okay. noise on our yeah, podcast? There's the Akatran duck. Someone right now, I kid you not, I need you to draw a picture of Akatran arts as like a cute duck and tag me talking. Thanks. Do you ever feel compelled to really do black character do you feel a need to either you know like oh I need to do a black color or I need to make this like air quote like a black look or put my own spin like how do you guys conceptualize that um me me okay um (laughs) (laughs) uh so I mean ironically enough I never think about it really first like if I like a character, then that character is for me. And that's just always yes, been how that. I've thought about it. And also, too, if you think about, you know, even as far back as five years ago, like, the amount of brown faces, you know, in 
you know, anime or pop culture in itself was very few and far between. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you either just stuck to the lane because you felt like you couldn't do anything else or Mm -hmm. you did something else. And um, I never really felt obligated to Mm -hmm. regulate myself to only the uh, characters that might have a brown skin tone. I will say it's definitely better now because there's definitely more options and I don't feel like I'm just picking the option because it is the brown skinned one. Mm-hmm, um, kind of like how everybody always tells most of us to play Storm. While I love yeah, Storm, yeah. Storm is great, but it's like, is it because you think I could pull it off or is it because <laughs> I'm black? I'm black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. You know, somebody, I, um, my boyfriend was cosplaying the Red Ranger and somebody looked at me and said, oh, you make a great Yellow Ranger. And I'm just like, oh. is it just because I'm I know they did it. <laughs> yeah. uh-uh. Y'all, listen, if you're a con, I don't care. You can be on the internet. Don't do stuff like that. Just so don't. <laughs> do not. I mean, the Yellow Ranger, it was my favorite Ranger. So I'd have fought you for that. I'd have been like, I want to be the Yellow Ranger. <laughs> I'm not like yellow was like my favorite too. My favorite because, yeah, amazing. for sure. <laughs> oh my god, what about you, Do you ever feel compelled to cosplay a black character? No, not really. But I do realize that I've had to change the tone of some things. I guess to mm-hmm. better match my skin tone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just, yeah, like I think Chidi was telling too. We were talking about your Sailor Venus the other night. Yeah, and how so we love I it. love it, love it, love it. So I remember you did Sailor V last year, um, and you had two different wigs, right? You had, like, that straight blonde wig, and then your curly one. Can you tell us a little bit about what you ended up doing? Straight blonde wig or the curly? One for the video? Oh, sorry. No, I have a, I did three wigs for that. <laughs> this is literally no, Aqua <laughs> I literally she did three wigs. Wigs, on wigs, on wigs. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I got lots of wigs before. I was like, I'm only gonna have three, and now I'm like, I've got a whole bucket. <laughs> <laughs> but I like making them too. Um, the first one, the the sort of natural one that I made, I made from the Marley hair, and I wanted to give it sort of a natural, you know, since we were all doing Sailor Scouts you know, black girl magic sailor scouts. So that group was, um, they all had their different hair. I picked out wig for Sailor Mars. And I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do for mine though. I really don't. Because I've never worn this type of hair before. I just don't think it looked very natural on me, but I tried it anyways. But then for the next convention, I just decided to wear the short one because it was convenient and I feel like switching wigs. And your short curly one on your Sailor V is probably like it's so iconic to me. It's like one of my favorite looks. Go yeah, did we become a sticker, like, ma'am? Yeah, <laughs> a sticker. Literally, um, Aquatron and Tranquil have been stickers. Yeah, we know people who are stickers. Like that's pretty amazing. <laughs> you got me sticker excited. friends because I got sticker friends. I could put my friends on stuff. <laughs> I just felt that short one was convenient for that time. I was using it for a different cosplay, and I was like, well, 
you know, it can work. And I love that you it did works. that because it really showed too, especially like what, one of my favorite things I love when I see like, like black cosplayers, how like when it comes to like our natural hair, like I love seeing a Sephiroth with like the long, like white dreads, like, you know, like, oh, one of, one of my favorite cosplayers, and I will call him out, Mr. Keenan um, and Aquarius <laughs> taught me cosplay. Um, he does an amazing cloud strife, and I love it that he comes in, and you can you know he's cloud. He just has that beautiful curls with that little bit of strips of blonde. When you see him, like he didn't have a throw on a straight, well, not not straight, be pointing because it's very you know Final Fantasy. But when you oh, yeah, see yeah. him, that beautiful natural curly hair, you just you know that's cloud. I love to see how like you know people like integrate you know just our natural features and just into the outfits and I think that's such a cool yeah. idea that's why I like killing over here in the wig game ma'am <laughs> <laughs> trying I'm, I'm learning more about the the natural hair and what I can do to manipulate the synthetic hair to look like the natural mm -hmm. hair yeah both of you translate characters like I would say both of you definitely translate characters um like very well I love the fact that like you guys make the costumes just work for you. <laughs> Don't worry too much about it being like absolutely textbook perfect. Like really kind of put your own little pizzazz and like make it your own. Um, that's one thing I actually, I would say I respect so much about two of you guys and like kind of how you integrate that into your costumes, which is mm -hmm. awesome. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, sorry, I got like so excited. I got so off track because I'm just thinking how amazing you are. <laughs> I'd like to touch on a topic, you know, especially as we're intersecting makeup and cosplay as far as the community is concerned. You know, we talk about Black cosplayers, POC cosplayers really making costumes their own, um, but going into like the makeup portion of it as well, uh, a touchy topic across the board, uh, blackface. <laughs> as we unfortunately see kind of like pop up and, you know, I would say one thing I like about social media is a perk of social media is we're more interconnected, um, but a thing about too is we get to see the BS a little bit faster. Um, how have you guys either personally combated with blackface either online or actually in cons like at person? And like, what are your thoughts and feelings on when those cosplayers have to say, oh, I wanna keep it accurate as possible. Like, how does that make you feel? It's 2021. <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys can't see her face, but I can see her face, and that was great. It's just like, <laughs> you still doing it. Like, it's just like, come on, at this point. Um, Usually the internet gets to it before I do. So I don't, I'll just be like, well, they got them. But what do you, what do you guys think it is? What do you think it is? And like, for instance, I saw, um, I will, I'll probably make a, like, I'll probably make a note of this um, on the, um, either the Facebook page or the Instagram. Once I go look up the source material, forgive me guys for not looking up ahead of time. Um, but I remember about a year and a half ago, um, there was a particular cosplayer. She was of Eastern European descent. She had cosplayed a video game character and she had basically put like, mac nc47 nc47 is like a pretty deep color mm -hmm. covered all of her body did the cosplay the cosplay looked great but she got pulled apart online because she basically was a super fair blonde haired blue-eyed eastern european girl who dressed up like who basically put on black girl skin and you know she was not understanding why people were mad and upset and then people were you know in the comments and some people very a little bit nicer than others very much explaining her black 
face and why she shouldn't do that. And it was very interesting to me. And I think this, I see a lot when people come in cape for blackface in the cosplay makeup community. A lot of people are going on cultural things. Oh, oh well, she's Eastern European. There's no black people where she lives. So okay. she didn't know. And it makes me wonder, like, how do you guys feel when you see, especially, like you said, it's 2021. How okay. do you guys feel when you see these things? Like, uh, Okay. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, yes, slavery course. happened everywhere. Uh, Hiya. So there's Hiya. brown people everywhere. Hiya. Um, and people Google is also your friend. And so now there's more brown people everywhere. And, you know, interracial marriage is a big thing these days. So there's more brown people there. Um, there just really isn't, there just isn't an excuse anymore. <laughs> so... I mean, most of the time I just try to ignore it because like, like Aku-chan said, like the internet gets to them before, you know, maybe I could do anything about it. But um, I just basically tell people to do your best not to share their content um, or, you know, you know, instead of necessarily going to them, go to the places that represent them. Mm -hmm. um, the cons that they go to, the brands that they represent, it's like, oh, is this what you're, you know, about? um that's kind of the route I go absolutely sorry this just made me think of um these white women black fishing a few years ago um on Instagram you know they're they're calling themselves like oh I'm Italian I tan really dark but you know really they're black fishing they're making their skin deeper tone to look uh, interracially ambiguous, racially ambiguous. Mm -hmm. How do you, why do you think people feel the need to change their skin tone or like to look black to gain followers or gain that clout? Why is that a thing? That's a big question there. Um, I mean, I think it's because we live <laughs> our lives through trends now. With social media, we like Absolutely. live our lives through what's hot right now. And currently, Black girl features are hot right now. Mm -hmm. um, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of places that maybe not so much are here in the U.S., but, um, you know, are doing the exact opposite. You know, like, it's cool mm -hmm. to be tan in America, but it's still uh, white is right in the rest of the world. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, so... I think, I think, you know, just, it's just to get the clout. It's just really just to get the followers. They know that big lips, tan skin, curly hair, looks great in photos, looks good on skin, you know, with, with the sun on the skin. Mm -hmm. um, they know that, you know, those body, you know, our body assets look good in clothes and, you know, all that good stuff. And then you have people like the Kardashians that exist. And so, you you know marketed to millions upon millions and millions and millions of people so now you have 12 year olds who want to look like that and the only way they can achieve yeah. that is by non-natural ways yeah mm -hmm. even like me like i just joined tiktok and there are 12 14 year olds getting lip injections oh. like it's insane it's like super insane and like you say too like black features like it's really wild to me especially when i will see someone who I know is not black. <laughs> like I'll go to their page. Mm -hmm. I know they're not black, but dang, they're darker than 
all of us <laughs> and they have like huge lips and then they'll get you know get their hair curled and it's just a wild concept to me when I absolutely will see especially if I see like you in cosplay they'll uphold that person who has black features but it's not black but then I will see a black girl either in her makeup or in her cosplay and she's getting teared down and getting called every name in the book and it's like you know everybody want to be black until it's time to be black and they're like we hear and say that but it's like really true and it's just really wild to me especially saying like I would say like I call especially in like the makeup world what I call the Kardashian effect where I wanted to like look black but not be black like it's really crazy how that's like bled yeah. into like every kind of level of our society and I would say I de definitely feel like the trend is dying down but the trend for people to look like fake black girls is not going away anytime soon oh yeah no no that's 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 on the right speaking to that what are some challenges you guys have had to overcome cosplaying while black mm-hmm uh, cool. Oh, you're looking and at her really like, you know, she got me. some things. Oh, snap. No, I don't. I don't. Tell us. Know. Tell us stories. But tell I have stories. had some, some rude comments on some pictures. So, I mean, other than like what? going, ha, ha. Let's be candid. What Screenshot were, yeah, their what, name so I can bully them. <laughs> <laughs> what were you dressed as, as and what did the they Sailor say Venus about your outfit? The, Sailor Venus with the natural hair. They just, you know, everybody looks bomb except for Sailor Venus, you know. And oh my god, that's terrible. Yeah, I mean, but you know, the girls yeah. got them. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, arguably, I feel like Sailor Venus is like your magnum opus cosplay at the moment. Like, mm -hmm. that's like the one we know, like, uh, when we think of Aku, it's like Venus, yeah. you know. Like, I definitely think that's one of like yours in the, the, the war chest is Venus for you. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Um, the war chest. The war chest. Yes. Um, <laughs> everybody has a war chest cosplays, like cosplays that they just either are super comfortable in, um, or they love to be, or the thing that basically got them, you know, what people recognize them for. So I think everyone has a war chest. Absolutely, but, um, I love funny that. Funny story. You want to be Sailor Moon? Story. You know the movie? It was a Disney movie. It was like Wendy, Wendy Wu. Oh yeah, Warrior. Homecoming Warrior. Yep, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> speaking of blackface, this is how pervasive it is in Wendy Wu. What the heck? She fights like a group of teachers or or her masters in the movie, and there's one black guy, right? He swings, but if you look his shirt lifts and you see it's a white man in black face and Wendy Wu on the Disney Channel. I am on my what? I'm getting on this Google right now, y'all. I am getting all up on <laughs> Beyonce's internet. I and I gotta that. look at this right yeah. now. Yeah. Beyonce's internet. <laughs> <laughs> internet. That is absolutely oh, stop. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, like, you know, that also makes me think of uh beauty brands. Like I can't remember. I think it was either I'll double check it. I won't say the name because I can't remember the top of my head. I won't call nobody out. But um, okay. even beauty brands do swatches. Mm -hmm. um, a beauty brand got yeah. called out last year because people don't know if, if any of you are around black or brown people, our palms are not the same color <laughs> as the back of our, the rest of our skin. They basically swatched and it was, you could tell it was like a white girl's arm. Yeah. She was okay. the same color. Or her palm was brown. We're like, now y'all know better. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about that brand right, that like Photoshop people's skin to different colors, but 
It was like one girl. Kid. That's a that's a whole bunch of brands at this point. Okay, <laughs> no, I can't. Peter, look, I can't. Y'all look at that. I can't even tell them apart anymore. Everybody's just messing up out here, y'all. Is it Photoshop or is it black handing? <laughs> black <laughs> handing. Oh no, it's black fisting. Oh I like that one. <laughs> oh my god. No. <laughs> I'm the R-rated one on this, guys. Don't worry about me. I'm the R-rated one. <laughs> hey, guys. So that Wait, is going to be our introduction in the future. We're going to have a, a separate podcast called Butaku After Dark. Uh, Trunkle Ash has just initiated oh, that. Really? More details soon. <laughs> we're, like, I'm not yeah. even joking. We really are going to have She's a headlining it. After She's headlining it. Oh, God. It. Headlined <laughs> by Trunkle. She, like, she has to do it Welcome to the midnight rain. Hey. 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 